Hello? Hello. Hey, what's going on? Hi. All is well. How are you? All is well. I am well. You are now tuning in to the Rise Above podcast. This is the uh, Triple B series, second episode of Triple B series. Stands for Bold, Beautiful, and Blessed. And I am your host, the most, Anthony, a.k.a. TG, a.k.a. Black Dynamite. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'd like to introduce you all, you know, to uh, a good friend of mine, a good person that I've known for quite some time. Uh, she is a, a dope poet, a writer, and a speaker. Her name is Miss Evelise Diaz. That's right. You got that right. <laughs> got that right. Got that right. You so got how, that right. <laughs> how, how's it going? You know that all is well. All is well today. Um, I just want to say it's an honor um, to be able to be interviewed by you and be a part of your podcast. Um, because when I look at you, I feel like you go to places. You know what I mean? Um, I um, I think that um, this is this is a great start. You know, um, towards many great things that you're gonna accomplish in life. But I think this is a very good. You know, it's a very good good way to. It's a very good direction to head in, I would Thank say. You. Thank you so much. I, I really means a lot. Nobody actually said that before when I interviewed him. So um, I am forever grateful mm-hmm. for that. You know, I really appreciate it. Um, so this segment, the Triple B series, I, I came up with the thought of it because I'm tired of always seeing women, women, women of color, doesn't matter what color you're from, um, being being marginalized and being. Uh, put in one spotlight, like as if like being a side chick is a new thing, or being a stripper to a rapper is a new thing now, you know. But there's so much more women out there that are doing so many remarkable things, you know. So, and I actually wanted to bring that into the light that women are more than just, you know, a sex toy, or women are more than just a, 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 a side chick or a trophy case. No, there are women out here. Right. That are doing ex- extraordinary things and uh, putting men to shame, if I quite my that, you know. So uh, that's why I'm just trying to interview as many women of color as possible to uh, bring that into the table, as well as other segments that I have too. But uh, this is a highlighted one as well. And so I thank you once again. Right. No, I thank you <laughs> totally. Totally. So, um, first question, let, let the viewers know a little bit about you, you know, so who, who is Evelise Diaz, you know, uh, um, how did you get to be the woman that you are today, basically? Okay, okay, so, um, Evelise is a 24-year-old, um, Latina, um, I am Dominican and Cuban, uh, born in Miami, but raised in the Bronx. You know, Boogie Down Bronx. I'm representing. <laughs> Straight Hispanic. That's, That's right. <laughs> Straight Hispanic. That's as, as, as Hispanic as it can get. You said, you said Cuban. <laughs> and Dominican. <laughs> Dominican. Was born in right. and raised in the Bronx. Yeah, you can't, you can't get no more Hispanic than that. Right, exactly, exactly, you know what I mean? Um, And to very, very uh, much more Latin people, I am actually Dominican and Cuban, 
I'm, I'm a, a, a my descendants are Cuban and Dominican and really I'm American you know that's how they see it you know because I ain't come straight from the island but it's all good because I still have that 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 Spanish flavor in my blood so you know there's no way around that um so yeah um I was raised in the Bronx um I believe um I believe the way I came to be who I am today was through a lot of um, trials in life. Um, there were many situations in my life um, that made me feel inadequate, made me feel unworthy, made me feel like my voice wasn't heard, uh, like I wasn't understood, and um, like I didn't matter. So when you made that comment earlier about like women um, thinking, um, um, being a trophy wife is 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 cool, or or being the side chick, or even lowering their standards because they don't know um, any other standards than what they've learned or what they've been through. You know, um, I can sympathize, and I can sympathize because um, life will really lead lead you to a place sometimes of low self esteem. You know, and um, there's there's some things that are inevitable in some people's life. Like in my life, it was inevitable to struggle. It was inevitable to um, experience pain in such a way where um, I felt so unworthy I wanted to die. You know, and I think um, that's what birthed the strong woman in me. And that's what birthed uh, the woman that wanted to make a change and an impact on this world. Um, a little bit more about me is that... Um, I love the color purple. <laughs> um, I believe oh, that the sky is one of the... <laughs> the moon or actual color? Or both? It's... I mean, what you mean? No, it's in the color purple movie? Oh, no, no. I, I mean the color. The color. The color purple oh. movie is a very powerful movie. Um, but I was referring to the color. <laughs> yes. No, that's color. fine. Okay, so the color purple. All right. So yes. Also, <laughs> I would understand why you asked that, just for clarification purposes. Um, I believe, <laughs> I believe the sky is one of the prettiest inventions ever created. You know, um, I do look to the sky for um, comfort when it's sunny. Um, when it's um, when the moon is out, you know, and and when the sun is out, it's my way of thinking that that God is with me. It's like Lord, you're shining, your your light on me today, and that that fuels me. It gives me energy. And when the moon is out, um, well, someone said this to me um, one time, and I'll never forget this. They said, um, whenever you're feeling alone and you look at the moon, just know someone is staring at it as well. You know, so I, I thought that was like the most comforting thing in the world <laughs> to say, you know, and ever since that person told me that, it's been embedded in my heart and in my mind. So, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm, right? I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of um, sunrises and sunsets. Uh, yeah. That's what I was looking up at the stars as well, too. Uh, yeah. I, I've, had, I've had the um, opportunity to go to different states. And see, you know, sunrises and sunsets as well as the nighttime outside of New York City. As, as you know, New York City is heavily polluted and populated. So when you get right. that option, and it's for anybody who's listening, you know, if you ever get a chance to um, get out of a major city and just go to a countryside, you know, and just look up, and you just 
and this is from my personal opinion, I feel a sense of comfort and clarity knowing that, you know, God created the universes and the stars, then he's taking the even more. And, right. And, and, and I used to, but I'm still not, I'm a huge fan of astrology. And um, not like knowing the signs, like Virgos and Capricorn and stuff. Right, like right. Like um, just looking into space, studying space right. and time. And um, one of my favorite movies, because I'm, I'm a geeky nerd and I'm proud of it, um, one of my mm. favorite movies is Interstellar, Matthew McConaughey. And, and okay. if you haven't seen that, I encourage you to see that that, 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 that movie because it goes so much in depth about family and about love and about sacrifice mm-hmm. while wow. at the same yeah. time, you know, learning more about God's creation out there in the universe. It's just, it's just so, That's awesome. so, so deep and so, so good. Um, yeah. I, I can't keep watching that. So, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a simple God's love, man. It's just, Yes, I feel, yeah, I hear you. I think, um, I think the universe is so infinite and, um, you know, I, I, it, you know, the, the way is so infinite, um, well, let, let's start off by saying the reason why I love how infinite the earth is, is because it shows me how infinite God's love is towards us, you know, and I think that once you come to terms um, within yourself and accept that you won't ever know or you won't ever fully experience the infinity <laughs> um, we, we travel in on a day-to-day basis, you know, you won't sit here trying to figure out all the answers, you know, that'll help you um, with your faith because I feel like as, um, as individuals who like to know and who, ha- um, who like to um, be aware, uh, we search for answers and um, and everything we question everything and we try to inform ourselves so much and that's good but to a certain degree um i think it's limiting it's limiting to a certain um in a certain aspect because you will never fully know um all the answers and some things just don't need answers you know what i mean sometimes you just need to bask in the glory of creation and accept it for what it is you know some things just don't need answers. That's a quote. That's a yeah. quote. Need to save that. Some things just... It's like you, you can't... You, what's obvious doesn't need to be explained or what's understood doesn't need to be explained. You know what I mean? It's just... It is what it is. You know? It's like it reminds me of God. He said, I am. So some things just are. You know? That's good. I'm writing that down. Some things don't need answers. That, You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, no, nah, that, that encouraged me because I, I'm always the I'm such a stickler for trying right. to analyze and, 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 and get an answer to everything. And that's also fabricated within my background as an IT major. It's just like, we have to find a solution for something. We have to get this problem resolved. And I remember my grandmother told me when I was studying, you know, and um, for my IT major, I remember she told me this. And this is before she passed away. She says, Anthony, I understand how passionate and, and, and driven you are finding answers, but you can you can you cannot solve every problem. That's great. See <laughs> you said my comment was great, but what she said was great. 
said, she said you cannot solve every problem. And right. that was just for technology purposes, but no, it's also for life. Like, there are things, like you said, you know, there are things that come in our lifetime that we don't have to answer. Yeah. We want to know, but we can't answer it. And, you know, right. God might even reveal it in this lifetime. But we just have to right. have our, like you said, to just um, push forward and believe that there is right. an answer to that at the end of the day. It may not be answered in the way we want it to be answered or even right. the time we want it to be answered, but it's going to get answered some way, somehow. Right. And I, I think it also ties in with control. You know, as individuals, um, we like to have control of what happens to us. And I kind of, it, it reminds me of the serenity prayer. You know, it says, um, the serenity prayer goes like this. It says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. At times you need to know the difference between what you have control of and what you don't have control of. You know, and, and once you understand that, you know, um, you'll be able to have control over those areas that only you can control. And then you'll be able to leave the rest to the universe and to God and, and, and allow it to be worked out the way it needs to be worked out, you know. And I've learned that if, if things are in chaos outside of you, that's because within you there's no control, you know. So the goal is to control what you can and whatever's out of your grasp, just let it be what it is, mm. you know. That's good. Wow, that's good. Um, let me see. That was good. I, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is good stuff. That's it. It's all good. <laughs> I'm finally actually reading this out because I used to interview people before. And I'm like, yeah. Right. Oh, God. Oh, that's so deep. And then I don't write it down. So now it's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Yeah, ask, I mean, I feel you. I'm Listen. <laughs> Like, there was one interview that I had about money. It was a Money Talks episode, and it was it was a banger. So, uh, um, it was like an hour long. And I even said it on the air. I'm like, yo, that's real. Oh, snap. I didn't think about that. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> And then the interview ended, and I'm like, what did he say? So, <laughs> Oh just as fast as it, as it comes is as fast as it goes. Trust me. One yeah. one way of, of me recording information is writing it down. So yeah. I feel you all the way. <laughs> so yeah, now I'm writing <laughs> So um, <laughs> what's a, what's a, what's a fun factor about you? What's a fun fact about me? Yes. Um, a okay, fun so, so, fact. There you go. Fun fact. Weird fact and interesting fact. Okay, a fun fact. A fun fact about me is that I, um, I, I feel like I have an inner child in me that loves to come out and play from time to time. So whether it be like um, just being silly, uh, rolling in the grass. I know, like, who does that? You're an adult, right? Or like coloring, or just you know. Um, Sitting on the floor, you know what I mean? Like, there's just certain things that I do um, that um, really nurture the inner child. And, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, just randomly, so just randomly sitting in the grass. Like, we could be walking in Central Park, and 
then all of a sudden I'll look uh, so I'll look one way and I'll turn back and you, I'll, I'll look at you and you sit down, sit down on the grass or I'm doing cartwheels or so you know okay 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 so I'll yeah. there, you and I are walking in such a park and we're talking we're talking 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 I'm not looking at you I'm talking and I'm like <laughs> right right and then you go rolling down the hill like, what what are you doing? right okay right or just doing a cartwheel yeah okay Right. Expect the randomness. Got it. That's oh yeah, I'm ran. There you go. I think that's the best way to describe it. I'm very random. <laughs> randomness is my middle name. <laughs> I can just see you in a business and then all in a serious business meeting, and then you just want to break out into a car wheel. Like, excuse me, Missy, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm having fun. I think it's all about having fun with yourself. You know, if you don't have. If you don't have fun with yourself, it's, it'll be hard to um, really be around others and, and, and be okay with being yourself. You know what I mean? So you just kind of have to be confident in who you are and, and what you are and, you know, go with it. You know, I honestly, it's funny because I have many moments where I'm like, you know, I'm that kind of person. You know how they say, like, you're crazy if you answer yourself? Well, I'm the kind of person that I talk to myself and I answer myself. Um, Girl, let me tell you. And <laughs> listen, all the time, and I make myself laugh. Like, I'll say stuff to make myself laugh. So, I mean, to an outsider looking in, they're probably like, yo, this girl's really bugging. But I think that, you know, whoever made up that lie about if you answer yourself, you know, you're crazy, they just didn't want you to, you know? <laughs> they didn't know that really you were a genius in the making, and they want to stop you from becoming that genius that you are, you know? <laughs> See, and these are geniuses. So see, I told you, I didn't even know those fun facts. But hey, I'm going somewhere with I it. <laughs> I, I have, I have full blown. Conversations. Conversations. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, if, if, I, if I'm really, really, really tired and I clock out, I would snore and I would have conversations in my sleep. And there, there be, there be times when I will wake up with the last word on my, on my tongue. Wow. Yeah, I haven't reached that level of self-talk. But definitely, yeah. I talk to myself a lot. Sleep <laughs> with me. Um, my mom told me like, there was one time she, she went into the bathroom, she's bathroom at time, and I was she heard she heard me in the next room having a full blown conversation. Um, wow. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's a fun fact about me. Um, you know, I feel like I need to answer it for myself as I asked you. A fun fact about no, me. No, it's fine. That, I enjoy skateboarding. Like I like, like I love it. It's uh, it's a breath of fresh air. It's a way for me to meditate. Um, right. So I recently purchased uh, motorized electric skateboard, so I can use the controller to just go on. And um, every night, sure enough, every night I get I get my music. I put on my relaxation playlist, which is on Spotify. So they might want to listen. And. Uh, <laughs> I just go, like I just go, and I be, I be in my own world, my hoodie on, I'm in, I'm in my own world, like leave me alone, don't bother me, I'm digressing from the mm-hmm. day, just 
just uh, 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 feeling good with myself, you know, and I also started to go out on dates on myself too. Oh, shoot. Wow. Okay. Because, oh, no. The reason I shouldn't have said that is because I posted on Instagram a few times, hashtag date night. <laughs> I don't want people to think like, oh, he's dating somebody who he's dating. Like, none of your business. <laughs> but I'm actually dating myself. But it's like, ah, oh, that is, oh, man. I'm ruining all It's all good. Anyway. It's all good. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> uh, what's a weird fact about you? A weird fact about me is I love to be alone. Um, oh. Yeah. I love to be alone. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's a little weird because as humans, we love affection. We love to be around people. We actually love, like, we feed off of being around others. But I'm the kind of person that I, I think I'm, I, I, I just love being alone. You know, I find comfort in being alone. Um, my peace resides in being alone. Um, and I feel like the best is birthed out of me when I'm alone, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know it sounds weird. That's why I say it's a weird no, fact no, no, no. because. No, no, no. <laughs> I, said, I said so for a reason because I'm the same way. It's like I, I, especially, I, I, no, I literally don't hang out with um, um, some people at times because I don't want to, you know. So right. um, there are times when I would say, oh, I can't come out because I got to take care of my mom, which is totally false. And then there are times when I really can't go because I take care of my mom. But um. Other times I just want to be like, nah, you know, I just don't go, or I ignore the group text because it's like, if it, if I wasn't called to be a poet and and, and, a, and a MC and I was the talent God told, gave me to be, you wouldn't know me at all. And I think that's a double-edged sword because I went through social media period because social media is like the devil's playground in my opinion. There's so many distractions and things that can deter you from spending time with God. And right. it's also a good thing because you get to network and find so many wonderful, talented people, such as yourself. Right. You know, and oh, thank you. Help <laughs> people and encourage people. You know, any way you can. Like, like, like the word the word says to go out to the world and preach the gospel. So you know, we're able to do that now with off my phone. You know, we can. You know, I, just with this podcast, I can distribute it out to the whole world, and people can listen and people can be encouraged without me. Right. You know, so. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> um. So, what's the interesting fact about you? An interesting fact about me. Yeah. Um. An interesting fact about me is that I want to leave a legacy behind. So, when I die, I want to be remembered as like a Martin Luther King or a John F. Kennedy or like a Rosa Parks, you know, I'm all for it. Yeah, I know it's a bold statement and, and it's pretty, I think that's part of my bold statement, but I feel like, I feel like I've been called to leave a mark on this earth and um, I feel like I have a, you know, the revolutionist all in my blood. Like I am a rebel um, against, um, well, I am a rebel, yeah, against injustice. So um, I'm the kind of person who who will stand for justice. Um, maybe not. Um, I wouldn't say racial justice or or justice um, on a natural level, but more of on a spiritual level. Like I want to come out with a unique kind of revolution. You know what I mean? One that 
impacts the minds and the hearts, not just the uh, not just the exterior or or the profiling. You know what I mean, or the stigmas or the labels, but just like you know, just something different, a different kind of revolution, a spiritual revolution. Yeah. Yeah, man. Good, good. Mm. <laughs> I was thinking with somebody, um, not yesterday, the day before yesterday, uh, um, in, in my neighborhood, and this woman, um, I was trying to connect with her on like on a, on, a, on a networking level as well too, because we like the same type of music in terms of rock music and whatnot, and um, you know, me being me, I'm always the person that would say, you know, if you ever need somebody to talk to, I'm here to listen. You know, and I'm here to right. advice because I feel that everybody needs somebody to talk to because uh, life is short. You know, if I can prevent right. somebody from suicide by just talk, like just talking with them or listening, or listening to, this, to what they're going on, then I, I'm, I'm all for it because I was almost a victim of suicide too. You know, I tried to kill myself on several occasions. That's because same here, same here. <laughs> nobody did and what I was going through. On top of continuing to be picked on as a, as, as, as a child and teenager, it's like, you know, what else is there to do? So, you know, it's, it's like whatever. You know, being abused and physically and, and, and emotionally and spiritually, you know, it's like whatever, man. So, um, and, and that goes to anybody who's ever listening, you know, if if you ever need somebody to talk to, you know, we're here to help. There's a suicide hotline as well, too. And I take suicide very seriously. Um, right. I've actually save somebody from killing themselves on, on several occasions. Um, I saved somebody from jumping off the roof. I saved the person from walking onto the walking off the, the train onto the tracks. You know, and I'm not doing that to, to be bad at I'm saying that because, you know, suicide is real. You don't know who's going through what at any given moment in time. So, you know, if, <laughs> if, if you have heart and lending ear, be that lending ear and that lending heart. You know, be that shoulder to cry on for somebody to cry on. Or be that ear for somebody to talk to, you know, because you never know if that conversation or that hug might be the thing that will help them from not killing themselves later on that night, you know. So and right. that's and, and I didn't mean to cut you off on that, but that's just you know. I no, it's fine. Very to heart, you know. Um, me almost telling myself called me to walk closer to God because there was a time I wanted to face my wrist and I end up not doing it because the heaviness of the love of God came upon me and I passed wow. and it ran tests and found out I needed an open heart surgery so wow. I asked God you know what God if you love me prove it to me and so mm. a lot of people when they undergo open heart surgery don't make it so wow. fortunately you know by God's love I was able to make it out of, out of surgery and um, endure one of the worst, worst physical therapies as possible that I don't wish upon anybody. Because I remember wow. not having feeling in me. I remember not even walking. I remember not talking. Only thing I can do was move my fingers, you know. And um, that was to just get ice chips to be placed in my mouth by a nurse because I couldn't even do that, you know. So um, I remember months without walking. I'm learning how to walk again and talk again, you know. So um, that's when I'm learning that, that that God's love is real. Because I walked out the hospital 
feel free. I didn't owe nothing to nobody. Because wow. I, <laughs> my spirit kicked in to be fire. So, you know, that's my testimony to some people of how God's love is real and how he's real. You know, so and I just want to encourage everybody, including yourself, about that. That's awesome because when you look at a person, you're you're not able to see their story. You know, it's funny because um, there's a quote that goes, well, people want your glory, but they don't know your story. And um, it's interesting because when people look at me, they might want what I have or they might see this, this bright light shining, but they don't know what I've underwent. They don't know how much crushing and processing I've been through to, to bring out, um, you know, to bring out the best in me, you know, and, um, you know, I think, um, you know, they say experience in life is the best teacher, but I always say evaluated experience is because some of us go through experiences and don't learn or, or become appreciative or become grateful of what we've been out of, you know, but when you analyze what you've been through, um, you make conscious decisions to not um, put yourself in any predicament, um, you know, um, you, you, you put yourself in, in position to not make any of the same mistakes that you, you made in the past or or basically, you know, you learn. You learn from your past, you know. Um, yeah. And and I, I think it's, it's great. It's great to hear that you underwent heart surgery and here you are, you know. And I don't think uh, there's any mistake in that, you know. It, it was so much more purposeful. And, and, you know, something I read in the Word of God um, not too long ago, right, um, was that... We spend more time dead than we actually will spend alive. And I thought that was great. It was um, well, actually in, um, yeah, I know it sounded, it's, it's, it's crazy, but I think that was such a great verse because sometimes we take being alive for granted. Like, yes, there are moments we hurt. There are moments well, where, where life doesn't make sense. But just the fact that you're alive, <laughs> just the fact that you exist, it, to feel what you feel is is such a great thing. You know what I mean? We take that for granted, and we yeah. also um, fail. We fail to understand at times too that suffering is a choice, and I, I've had to learn that the hard way. You know, I can either choose to be in pain and choose to wallow in 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 my grief, or I can choose joy and, and push through everything that's set up to make me. Um, feel like I, I am less than I, I can I can succumb to that but if I do then I'll be robbing myself from the joy that life really has to offer you know we say this is a cold cold world because we're so focused on what's outside of us but when you focus on what's within you um, you develop a peace of mind and you develop a joy that uh, the world can't give you you know yeah. and then yeah. that's that's where God comes into play. You know what I mean? He does that. You know? He does that. Because <laughs> we, we will look for things that we think give us joy. And we will do things that we think will make us happy. But, man, when you just submit yourself under God and you just say, Lord, give me your joy. Give me what you got. You know, that's when he really starts to give you what was due to you. Because it's due to you as um, his children. You know? It's due to you. It, it belongs to you. It's not something you just get for a little bit, you know. Um, 
So yeah, man. <laughs> you bless me with your story. Let's do it today, Gavin. He doesn't fit. So if you got more, by all means, keep it going. This this ain't good. good. Like I said before, this, yeah. I'm getting high and stuff with this. That's good, good. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, man. Um. Amen. <laughs> we can keep it going. Don't worry. You'll keep you'll keep provoking. You'll keep provoking the deep thoughts. Don't worry.
that you're Cuban and you're, and you're Dominican and you yep. were born in Miami and raised in the Bronx. Yep. You have yep. everything in terms of <laughs> Right. <laughs> so I, I, I'm just back away. I'm just back away. Wait, my flag already. Back away. That's it. you. You got so much culture and you are even funny. Right, right. And it's funny because I feel like my alter ego is Jamaican. Like, I, it, it's weird. It's, I'm so serious. Listen, I'm all Latin and everything, but within me, I'm soulful. I feel like, you know, my alter ego has dreads and, um, you know, some big earrings and just, listen, I'm so serious. You think I'm playing? I have an inner Lauren Hill. I swear I'm soulful, you know? Hey, where that came from, I have no idea. It must be the African in my blood, you know? Because for real, for real, you already know. It's just there. Oh, no, no. I don't have impressions, but definitely, definitely the music I've listened to. You know, I love reggae. I love R&B. Like, I love soulful music. I love gospel. You know how people love soft rock? No, give me gospel. You know? For real. That's my thing. Gospel, R&B, anything soulful. Anything soulful. Neo soul, indie. I can see with you in that. I can see with you in that. Let's talk about some soulful. Right. Soul food? Oh, soul food. I think you said soulful, as in like classic soul. No, yeah. No, no, I said soulful. I thought you said, no, no, I thought you, see, we had a little mix up because I thought you said soul food, but you said give you some soulful stuff? Like what? You have to be specific with me. Yeah, I think you meant like classic soul because you, you listen to reggae. Gospel. Well, there's this woman, there's this, well, I like Bob Marley, one. Um, there's this group called Slightly Stupid. Um, I know the name sounds kind of crazy, but they really do have some really good songs. Um, um, there's this female artist that's name is NECA. Um, she's, these are, she's an underrated artist as well as a Slightly Stupid group, you know, but these are... Um, these groups, it's funny because the Slightly Stupid group um, has a song named The Wise Man. And it's funny because um, what the song is about, what the song is about, is about how the one who feels he's a fool, um, well, he be the wise man. And the one who's so full of himself, you know, is the one that's foolish, you know? So yeah. it's a powerful song, you know? But these are all reggae, so fools. Song, you know. Okay. Oh, reggae is soulful. Okay. I'm thinking. I'm thinking it was like reggae, comma soulful, comma gospel. Okay. Reggae. Is soulful. Oh yeah, it is. It is. No, no, no. It's okay. it's the comma after each genre. You got it right. <laughs> so so you listen to some Ozzy Brothers, some uh, you see uh, Gap Band or uh, Evelyn Champagne King. Yes. <laughs> Do you? Do I? Um, I I've never heard. Um, I I think I've heard. Um, the Isley Brothers. Isley Isley Brothers. That's what you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 
I think I've heard um, some of their stuff. The other people you mentioned, I'm going to keep it real with you. I probably haven't heard. Um, maybe I've heard songs. Maybe I've heard songs, but to know, like, a song and, and, and have you ask me, like, what's your favorite song? I would probably be stuck and not know how to answer that. <laughs> we all open to learn new things, so I got to right. I gotta put you. You sure on do. Which is on Spotify as well, too, if you guys listening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's a Mix stuff. Alright, so one weird thing about me is I have a lot of books in my room. But I don't. Okay. <laughs> I hear you loud and clear. I have a whole bunch of books, too, and I just stay reading one yeah, at a time. I'm more and on and off, <laughs> not even on a consistent basis. Yeah, yeah, and, and I've been trying to um, do a 30-day book challenge. Like, I will read a chapter a day of a book, but uh, right. it's not working. <laughs> um, well, I hope it starts working. Reading is good. Yeah. Reading is good. So, and speaking of reading, um, how does it come to be a poet and a writer? Well, I think it started in sixth grade. Um, when I was in sixth grade, um, my class was doing a poetry slam. And yeah, I know. And that's where it was like really birthed. You know what I mean? Um, there was two of my classmates that got to compete in the poetry slam. And it's funny because the way they were doing it back in the day, it would be that um, they would have a TV and they would have um, people in different sites recording the people that were going against each other and then in the board of education of fordham they would have a group of um judges um student judges at that not older um not old not teachers or 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 adults but students judging each other's work and i remember that um i wasn't part of the poetry slam but i was definitely um put to judge in the Board of Education um, for a, a poetry slam that happened after the one my class partook in. And I think that's where um, the love for poetry was birthed. You know, just the fact that I could put words together and um, they can express my, my, my innermost thoughts and um, it can rhyme and, and there can be a rhythm to it and it can be awkward and it can be short and it can be long. Like just, just thinking that, that um, that form of expression can be used to show who I am um, was was definitely what had, you know, what got me going. And I think writing, as far as writing, you know, I've always written journal entries and I've always um, just wrote. I've written letters to God, you know, that's what I mostly do. Like whenever I want to express myself um, at times, I write to God, you know, I write to him what I feel, my innermost thoughts. And um, I think a way of me learning is through writing. You know, if I'm listening to someone speak, I have to write it in order for it to be recorded in my mind. So I feel like writing has been one of the greatest tools for me because it allows me to um, express what I probably can't articulate right away with words. You know, I think I'm, I'm a better writer than I am a better speaker because when I write, I actually have time to think about what I want to say. <laughs> Oh my god, I thought I was the only one. I say this You know? I can't remember. Like, let me write you what I feel instead of tell you what I feel, because I'll be able to articulate myself better. Oh, yeah. No. 
I can't. It's like, I can't. I was, uh, years ago, I was invited to, to do a poem at my aunt's wedding. And, uh, during the reception, and I just botched it. Like, I just, I just, the topic was about love, and I spoke about hate. You know what I mean? You were just like, what the heck is this? I'm not a, listen, the only, the only, when it comes to freestyling with words, it's only good when I'm talking about something I'm passionate about, like God and processes of life. But when it comes to putting words together that rhyme and making sense of what I'm saying and being able to just stay on track and not sidetrack, boy, it's not, it's it's, it's just, I don't think it's my cup of tea, (laughs) you know? the same way as like I can I write I write and this is I'm, I'm just making myself up I write some prolific stuff prolific prolific I think prolific or see this is just goes for you that I don't know what we're talking about I write some good <laughs> I believe prolific is a word so you know don't step down from using the word you just used go ahead but I would just keep plain English. I write good stuff. <laughs> okay, great. There you go. Yeah, I write, I write good stuff. <laughs> Next time, you better come on here knowing the definition of prolific so you can teach us yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. This is the guy talking about. Oh, my God. It's all good. <laughs> Sidebar, yeah. listeners, sorry. Uh, I like to write good stuff. It's awesome. Listen, this is what makes us human. The fact that we're not on here portraying to be something we're not, you know. Um, and and I think that's what makes it great. The fact that we don't have to put up a facade or act like um, something else in order to entertain whoever's listening or in order to just um, grasp the attention of people. Like, you know, in a regular conversation, there are going to be dull moments or moments where it's just like, oh, what the heck did I just say? Or or what was that about? You know, so be you. You know what I mean? Be Thank you. Me. Who cares? It's all good. Prolific, we got you next time. You said so thorough. You're good. All right? Be you good. You got you. Right? <laughs> right. So like it was a dual right. This is what the OG, this is what the OG on the block would say to you. Feel me? Yo, you good. Yeah, homie, we got you, homie. I got you back. Back. You come out, you come out, we're gonna have a good time, prolific. So, acapella wise, I write some good stuff. Like, it's easier for me to process from mind to paper, or in this case, in this day and age, from mind to phone or mind to pad. So, um, but it's like when, when when there's a beat involved, it's like I feel so closed in. It's like I have to work within, you know, the system of the rhyming, you know, and uh, it's nerve wracking at times, you know. To, to being an MC is not all funny. It's not all funny. Oh, trust me. Great, trust me. I know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I forgot. Uh, yeah, you know. So it's like, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny because I. I know I can write some dope lines and I love beats and I love music. I know I can create music and be a beat if I wanted to, but for me, I, I, I respect artists so much because I feel like there's so much that goes behind artistry 
than just putting words together and, and, and having it so deep. You know what I mean? There's so much that comes into play with it. And and I think it's about knowing where you what what you're called to do. You know what I mean? I know I'm not called to be an artist. I know I'm called to make a change, a difference. Now, I do have giftings, and I believe, you know, vocally, whether I want to rap or vocally, whether I want to um, write poetry or I want to motivate people or, um, you know, just use my voice to make a change. Like, that that's a gifting, but I think you really need to um, just know your calling, you know, Um and I think it takes time, process, and, and, and getting to know your purpose. You know what I mean? It, it, all, it, it, all, it all takes time. You know, we're not born knowing, so we're not wrong for trying out different things. But, you know, I think that's why some of us come, um, come up short at times or, or keep bumping into a, uh, you know, a, uh, a dead end because um, life is requiring a, 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 a greater call in our lives, you know, and like I said, it's all about discovering that call, you know, and, and kind of just like submitting to it and obeying it. And, you know, something I've, I've learned in life is either you roll with the current or you fight against the current, you know what I mean? And it's funny because the more you fight against the current, the more they sweep you away. But when you just roll with the current, you have no choice but just to ride it out. There's no fighting. It's just, it just keeps you just go with it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm writing that down too, sorry. I, 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 That's I, I, fine. person that I will stand for something. I think my belief in God makes me bold in itself because just to know there's so many people that um, oppose to what I believe and are against what I believe, um, being confronted with that on a day-to-day basis and still holding your ground and believing it for what it is in your life makes you bold. You know, that really makes me bold. and I think what makes me beautiful is not my appearance, because I am a very beautiful woman, but um, young woman at that, 
But I think it's more about what's within me. You know, my heart's intentions and my desire to to put out good energy into the world. Um, that's what makes me beautiful. You know, that's what makes my artistry beautiful. Um, and I think what makes me blessed or what makes my writing blessed is that it comes from a place of experience. It comes from a place where I want to create a change and I want to provoke a transformation in mm. you um, mm. that makes it... Um, provoke a transformation Wow. Yeah, like that's what I live for. I live to shift atmospheres, you know what I mean? I, I live to to provoke um, things within people that, that have never been unleashed. That's, I, I'm passionate about that. That's what makes me different, you know? The fact that I'm not just doing it because I want to show you how talented I am, but because I really love and passionately um, move in what I do. You know what I mean? The intention behind it is to transform and to provoke, not to just impact or impart. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm so stuck. <laughs> I never heard of that. I want to prove Girl. <laughs> yeah. Girl, you're fine. And when I, when I do <laughs> on the outside, I mean, I mean mostly more on the inside. Your heart and your brain and your mind. You know, I, I love a woman that is um, more fine on the inside. Because if she's fine on the inside, then it will show more outwardly. So, um, right. Yeah, that's why. Like, and, and, and it's for anybody that be like follow me on Instagram or that be on Instagram like me. If if I put um asterisk passes out, that means that I am flawed with uh, 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 your mind, your spirit, and your personality. And then the bonus is that you're beautiful. So to anybody out there that, that always wanted to figure that out, that, that's what that means. Passes out, that's what that means. You know, so mm. if you got any jealous men out there or anybody that's a husband or a boyfriend and y'all get mad, I'll put passes out under your girl or wife or your friends. <laughs> um, Instagram, don't blame me, all right? Just know that this is the reason behind all of that. It's not because of like, Oh, yo, I want a bag. She's, she's fine. No, it's not that. It's like, I admire a person's intellect, their spirit, you know, and, and, and how they carry themselves, you know. So, you ain't going to be seeing me passing out from no stripper on no Instagram. So, just know that. That, that ain't happening. That's, that's not right. happening. I'm going to help. Same thing. Um, yeah, just, just to clear that up. And yes, you are very... Um, beautifully in your own right, you know, from, from your spirit and from your mind, and then which shows outwardly to your physical, you know, it's just, just, just um, very classy, and that's another reason why I wanted to showcase, you know, Triple B, because there are still women to this day that are classy and on the inside and out, you know, and you are one of them that resembles them, so that's why I'm very uh, honored to... Uh, Thank you. But, you know, I also want to, I, I thank you. I'm sorry I interrupted you so quickly, but I'm very adamant about what I'm about to say. You know, 
I I have I have exuded this classiness and I've stepped into this world of knowing um, who I am. Um, but it came with many trials and it still comes with trials because I'm not perfect and you know, I, I want I want to change your perception when you speak about these women that are not classy or these women that might be strippers or that might be okay with being a side chick or a trophy wife. Listen, what happens in the world is that we sometimes don't know our identity and we identify ourselves through how other people treat us. You know what I mean? And and or our self-esteem is so low that um, we succumb to certain practices because it makes us feel like somebody. Let me tell you something, that stripper that's in the club getting money, that might make her feel important because in her home, she's not important. You know what I mean? Or they don't treat her like she's important. Or that woman that might be okay with being a side chick might do it because she doesn't know self-love or she's been rejected by her father or she wasn't taught by a man how a woman should be treated. Or her mom has gone through many moments of hurt where the man who she chose to be with didn't respect her and value her the way he should have valued and respected her so we can't we can't label people or look at them and put them under a stigma because of what they do because we don't know what they've been through or or what they're going through you know and i feel like what happens in today's society is that so many people are sleeping you know what i mean and i say that in the sense that yeah they're awake and they're living but they're like walking zombies they don't really know any better because they haven't encountered better you know so you can't hold a person accountable if they don't know it's like us you think god is going to hold you accountable for not knowing no he's going to hold you accountable when you do know and you choose to do different you know and 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 let's be honest some people might be aware of what they're doing but everything is a choice we have a yeah. choice and there will be moments where i would be like lord but you know I'm, I'm a person that i'm full of mercy you know i'm very understanding because i know what i've been through you know i know how many mistakes i've made you know and and let's be real you know i've cheated in relationships and and i could have been and i and i did things you know i chilled i used to chill on the block with the boys and i think i did things that might have stigmatized me as looking like a hoe probably in the past did that did that make me who i was did that make me who i was yes was i a hoe no i was just somebody who lacked the father presence that was needed in my life i didn't know how to value myself i didn't know how to do anything different why because i lacked love until i realized god was love until i realized that I, I'm not, I don't have to walk uh, without a sense of direction, or, or nor do I have to um, um, prove to a guy I'm worthy of being loved by having sex with him, you know? And, and it's funny because when I would do things, I, I did it for the sake of pleasing myself, but even though I was pleasing myself, it looked wrong to other people you get what i'm saying it's like and it's funny because i'm sure there's so many women out here that are doing that it's like you're doing it just because you want to please yourself it's like all right well i want this i'm gonna go get it but little do we know how it makes you look and not until i got a little older i realized reputation means a lot because you have people looking at you sometimes we walk around you know i get baffled at people that are okay with 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 um with showing um you know let's see how i can word this 
some people just go around displaying the difference. However you wanted to originally word it, you are more than welcome to. This is a judge-free zone. This is like a right. uncensored uncensored podcast. So you right. speak your right. mind. Amen. Okay, so look, there's moments where I pass by people that might be smoking bud outside. And don't get me wrong, I used to be one of those people that chilled on the block with the dudes once again and smoked bud outside. I didn't care about how I looked to the people. But when you do things like that, you put yourself in a position to be judged. And then we don't like to be judged. We don't like that. But when you display yourself out in public in that kind of light, you put yourself out there for judgment. You know, and I think those situations kind of taught me how to, um, how to, um, be a bit more, um, self-cautious when it came to what I did or the mistakes that I made. You know, I didn't have to put it out there for the public to judge me, but I, I found a way to go through it, speak to my confidence and, and, and work my way out of any situations that might have made me look messy. You know what I mean? So what I'm saying with all of this is that, you know, so many of us um, out there are really just looking for love. And I think that as a Christian, you know, the mistake that we make is that we look at people as sinners. And uh, truth be told, you know, we look at um, ourselves as the safe ones and then the sinners. But truth be told, we're all sinners, one. And I see um, God's children as orphans. They just don't know they have a father. That's the reason why they're walking aimlessly in the world um, without seeking the love of the father because they don't know they have a father. So to me, they're just orphans. They're not sinners because even those that are saved sin every day. You know what I mean? They sin every day. We sin every day. I don't think I heard you. Say that again. I don't think I heard you. I said, I said, those that are saved, yes, those that are saved are sinning every day. So we can't look at people like the secular and us the saved because we're secular as well. You know, you know, people have, people love to put this, this thing where, where some things are unclean and, and other things are holy. But if you think about it, everything, everything around us is unclean. We just choose what what we want to call clean or we choose what we want to call safe. But man, God says everything was made by him, but man perverted it. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know, um, of course, it goes deeper than just that one Bible verse. But all I'm saying is, you know, instead of looking at people like they are the black sheep, or they are so different from us, we have to find um, similarities so that we may sympathize with where they're at and we can help them out of their mess, you know, because we're so quick to speak about the problem. But if you're speaking about the problem, you're part of the problem. The only way you become part of the solution is if you're lending a helping hand to bring them out of their chaos. That's a good, good again. <laughs> uh, I love it when I can converse with somebody and they just totally shift my whole paradigm shift of my mind. <laughs> um, that right there means that God's children are just orphans, not knowing they have a father. They're not sinners, you know. Um, yeah. That, and that can shake a lot of traditional Christian values, you know. Yeah. 
but in all actuality that's what it is like we're all right. God's children we we're are going listen God calls us sinners God calls us sinners in the Bible only one time just once and we use that word so 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 um so repetitively you know what I mean like you have the sinners the backsliders but it's like man all they really are are they all they really are are orphans there's people that are saved that are still orphans because they're looking for that love in a man or they're still searching or um, searching for it from their fathers you know what I mean so so it, it, it doesn't make us any different there's people that are saved that are still struggling you know there's something that one of my friends that was preaching one day um, um, said, and he shook me up when he said this. He was like, you know, this is how people, this is how some of us Christians are, right? Or I don't, I wouldn't, I would say, um, you know, followers of Christ are, which is the same thing. Um, some of us are on the team and some of us are just fans. What do I mean? He said, wow. you see basketball players, exactly. He said, you see basketball players and you know all their stats, you know who they are, you know how many championships they've won, you know their name, you know their age, but do they, but do they know you? No, they don't know you. They don't know you, but you know them. You know everything about them. And I feel like that's how some of us are out here. We know everything about Christ, but are we playing on the team? Do we have a jersey? Oh, do we have a jersey or are we sitting on the benches? I know. It messed me up when I heard it. So I just wanted to share that because it's really, it's really, it's really like that at times, you know? It's so well in today's society because you got all these Christians protesting against this and protesting against something that. But like, God looking at you like, Duke. You didn't even play on the team with me. You're not even in the playoffs. What are you doing? Right. And not only that, I feel like, I'm sorry, I'm like mad passionately speaking right now, but even with that, I feel like, you know, I feel like, listen, I feel like even with the Trump situation, let me tell you something. I'm a big picture kind of person, right? Everything that was, everything that's happening right now, what's going to happen? Nobody tells God what's going to happen. God knows what's going to happen before it happens. So Trump being elected is not a mistake. There's a purpose for it. So I feel like instead of people opposing what God's purpose is, they need to come in contact with what God's purpose, God's purpose is and pray for mercy and grace, not pray against it. People are praying against it. And I also get frustrated with people who are saved by Christ are invited to um, um, um partake in something that involves the president and they say no because they're not in alignment with the cause but guess what yeah. if god places it so that you have the opportunity to come across this man you know what i'm saying to 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 bring some jesus some real jesus into the mix then why would you also why would you just let go of the opportunity to bring christ whether it be through thinking, okay, you're not in agreement with what he does, but bring Christ in there because you carry God. You are the church. You don't need to be, you don't need to bring him to church. You bring yourself there because you are the church. You're bringing church. You're bringing church. You get what I'm saying? I get saying. And, 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 and now in the latest news about Steph Curry not going to the uh, senior president. Right. Like, oh, right. 
Curry's with Will Jordan and whatnot. You know, and this is not a knock to Steph Curry at all. I love the Curry. I love the Curry family. They're all Me too. Um, Aisha's gorgeous. Um, the daughter's right. gorgeous. Uh, Mama, uh, Mama Curry is flawless. Uh, Dale Curry is a great father. Um, whatever they're using to maintain a healthy lifestyle, I want it. Because uh, they all look young. So, um, <laughs> like, real talk. Like, Curry's mom, she looks like she's dog on 30. Wow. What is she doing? What is she using? I'm about to just go with <laughs> Listen, Aisha, I'm not robbing if you give it to the others. But anyway, <laughs> um, I, 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 I'm looking at it from both sides of the fence as well, too. I, I understand Curry's position and not going in terms of right. the injustice that's going on right now. But me knowing that I am a Christian and I'm saved, take the fast of the Holy Ghost, and I have an opportunity, like you said, to be the president. One picture that I would want everybody to take is me laying my hand on him and praying over him. You know, right? You have to take, you have to you know, take it by the horns, like. You know, I, I'm a, I, I, I would, if I was Steph Curry, I would go and then pray over him. You know, I may be that seed where somebody else could come in water and then they'll plant it. Right. Um, and even if good. even if you don't get to lay your hand on his head, you know, I, what I mean is just bringing your gift and your talent, even if it's just a word, make sure that word is, is, is even if it's just a touch, all I need is to come in contact with a person. Just give me your hand. Let me shake your hand. And as I'm shaking your hand, in my mind, I'm already praying. I'm already blessing you. I'm already um, 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 walking, you know walking as as a believer who 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 trusts God. You know, and it's yeah. not to Steph Curry. I've heard plenty of Christians turn down um different things and I don't want to put names out there because I don't feel like it's needed. But what I do think uh anyways, what I do think he's invited plenty of Christians. But what I do think is that you have to we make it about ourselves. That's what we're making it about. Because if you really accepted what God's purpose is, you wouldn't be against yeah. it. You'll be, you'll accept it for what it is, and you'll ask God, "Well, Lord, what do I do in this case?" It kind of reminds me of, um, um, I was gonna say, um, I was gonna say Queen Esther and the King. Okay. You know, um, the King was summoning um the whole village um to be to be swiped out you know what i mean like there there was many men in the bible that were kings you get what i'm saying or let's think or or let's look back at joseph the king he was serving you know what i mean wasn't too much of a good king but did joseph not seize the moment did he did he not seize the moment he seized the moment why because he knew the power that was within him he said you know what I'm going to grab this bull by the horns. I'm going to believe in what God deposited in me. And I'm going to stand my ground. And I feel like Esther did the same thing. She was bold enough to come before the king and, and speak. You get what I'm saying? She didn't allow what was going on or, or, or his, his, his throne to throw her off. 
from bringing Christ into the equation, which is what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying? And she didn't mention Christ when she did what she did. You know what I mean? She just, the act is the act behind it. It's the act behind it, the intentions behind it, and trusting God and just moving, moving with it, just using wisdom. You get what I'm saying? And, and yeah, that's it, man. That's all I got for that topic, you know, but yeah that's good that's good that's good I'm glad I did this podcast too this is good (laughs) that's good that's good there's so much good (laughs) notes trickings of information I I saved and and, uh hyped so this is it's it's amazing um it's it's been oh wow over over an hour and 13 minutes Wow. We can continue talking. It's up to you. I know you probably have other things to do, but uh, I kind of do have other things to do. <laughs> you know, we busy people out here. <laughs> well, um, I just want to wrap this up and uh, just thank you yes. once again for uh, oh, this thank you. Mm-hmm. It was a great experience speaking with you. Great fun great atmosphere um i learned so much about you and about your cause as well as uh just growing more you know within the word within this hour alone you know so uh yeah, yeah. Bible study talks about food and, and whatnot and poetry all in one shot so um thank you once again you know and i pray and to nothing not but blessings over you in your life thank you may open doors come to you so you can become a great a witness to a lot of women uh, and just you. be a, a, a more of an impact than you are and I just mm. pray for a, a more success to come your way and uh, grateful once again for this uh, time that you have thank, thank you for having me I think um, this was a great conversation um, I like I said I believe in what you're doing and what you said to me like you know no one has ever said what I mentioned in the beginning you know I, I just want to encourage you because um, just know that um, God gives you the vision, you know, and other people might not understand the vision, but it doesn't mean that your vision is wrong, you know, and um, sometimes we stop ourselves from doing certain things because we're worried about what people think or we were worried about what we did before that might um, make us um, look like we're not fit or, or worthy of, of carrying out certain things, but I encourage you. Um, to keep doing what you do, you know, um, I just want to share with the people, you know, I have my own actually um, um, thing I'm working on. It's a project, you know, I started it already. Um, It's called The Blueprint. It's called The Blueprint. It's called The Blueprint Show, and it's a, um, it's an outlet where I will bring artists and I will bring different life um, situations like single mothers and um, women who have been incarcerated and just women that have stories and even males that have stories um, to share some hope with the people. And I will, I will bring in artists so that they can um, um, express um, who they are behind the music or behind their art. You know what I mean? Because I think that's much more powerful. You know, it's like, who is the person behind this art? Like, who are you? What's your story? Um, I feel like that's going to be a great tool to um, um, get people out there to learn about each other. Um, And yeah, you know, it's what it is, the blueprint. You know what I mean? Sometimes um, we need the blueprint. 
before we can actually build the house. So. Yeah, my support. Send that. Whatever. You Thank need. you. If you ever need me to stop by and, and, and be I on definitely that. will. Yes. Um, yes. You are definitely on my mind to be a part of so that you can come and share your story. Thank you. Thank you. And um, just let, let, let people, well, if you want to, let people know your information on social media so they can add you or find you. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want to. Okay. It's up to you. You know, if you don't want to. No, that's okay, fine. There's no. a lot of people I've been uh, just, you know, trying to take advantage and listen, we ain't, we ain't for that, all right? I'm in cyber security, <laughs> so don't try to play yourself, all right? Don't look stupid out here, okay? <laughs> That's funny. I'm not worried about any of that. I know that I, 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 you know, I keep it, I keep it, I keep it good, I keep it good. But um, my, my Instagram, <laughs> my Instagram is chosen underscore one, um, which is O-N-E underscore E-V, which is spelled E-V-E-Y. And my Facebook name is E-V- Oh my goodness. I'm reading L-Y-C-E Diaz. So it's Evelie Diaz. That's how you can find me on Facebook. Spell that one more time for the, for the listeners. E-V-E L-Y-C-E Diaz. <laughs> This yes. whole time, I'm, thinking, I'm reading Chosen One Envy. <sighs> no, it's Chosen One EV. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's just my whole reading. I just, I don't know, I need to read. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta do that 30, 30 day book challenge. <laughs> yes. I'm just I'm kidding. Doing it. I'm no, you oh, definitely no, do. Sure. No, you I definitely do. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Me too. You know, we need to stop having books there just to sit there. We need to re- read our books. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we can know what prolific yeah. is next time. That'd be good. <laughs> Guys, listen, if you want to join in on this hashtag 30 day book challenge, um, maybe we can plan <laughs> October 1st, maybe. Um, a chapter a day. Doesn't matter what book it is. Just a chapter a day. If you could just keep on going forward with that. We can open up a forum to discuss that. Keep each other updated. So if, if you're down for that EV, then hey, listen. We can, we can start doing that one chapter a day. Right. Hey, I'm all for it. I need it. <laughs> Listen, I, I hear it. that. Me too. <laughs> well, thank you very much, oh. Anthony. It was a pleasure. Yes, thank you guys for listening. This is the <laughs> Rise Above Podcast Triple B Series. And I'm, I'm Anthony, your host, a.k.a. Black Dynamite, a.k.a. Poetic Genius. And we were speaking with... Uh, Evelise, a.k.a. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thank AKA. you. And <laughs> may you guys have a blessed night, and may you have a blessed night, Thank too. You. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, take care. See you soon, bro. Okay, bye.